Good morning for Wednesday, April 13, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Lobbyists win fight on health vouchers. As mountaintops fall, the coal towns vanish, and the pace of attacks in Libya conflict is dividing NATO. In today's domestic news, NASA chooses shuttles retirement homes, a do-nothing Congress as a cure, and a mafia boss breaks a code in telling all. In this morning's financial headlines, Cisco to shut down Flip video camera unit, anti-union movement energizes AFSME chief, and China is eyed as a market for selling kangaroo meat. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Washington. It's headlined, Lobbyists Win Fight on Health Vouchers, reported by Eric Lichtblau. At a quarter before midnight last Friday, with a deal to avert a government shutdown barely an hour old, Senator Harry Reid phoned a fellow Democratic Senator Ron Wyden at home. You lost free choice vouchers, Wyden recalls Reid telling him. Even delivered in shorthand, the call's meaning was clear to Wyden, a health care plan he'd succeeded in getting passed months earlier despite furious lobbying by big business and labor had been pulled out of the blue and killed as part of the broader budget deal struck between the White House and Congress. What was most perplexing was that it had little to do with budgets or government shutdowns. I was flabbergasted, just flabbergasted, said Wyden of Oregon Tuesday in describing the demise of his plan, which would have allowed some 300,000 workers to pick their own insurance plan through employer-financed vouchers. An analysis by the Congressional Budget Office found that the Wyden proposal had no short-term impact on federal spending. The plan to allow some employees to opt out of their employer-sponsored plans and choose their own coverage drew opposition from an unusual alliance of unions and businesses. For the most part, the criticism was that younger, healthier employees would leave the plans and make insurance costlier for older, less healthy workers. The American Benefits Council, a group that represents employers and insurers, and spent nearly a million dollars in federal lobbying last year, wrote its members that the widened proposal would have a destabilizing impact on the employer insurance plans. The AFL-CIO warned the proposal would create a death spiral of higher costs. But the measure also had strong supporters. Charles Kolb, president of the Committee for Economic Development, said Tuesday that Wyden was trying to introduce the type of structural reform that the system is crying out for. The measure did make it into the final health care plan signed by President Obama last year, only to be cut at the 11th hour in Friday night's budget agreement. Wyden said that regardless of who brought it up in the White House congressional negotiations, he suspects that the group driving the elimination of his plan was the Business Roundtable, a powerful lobbying force made up of chief executives from the country's biggest companies. The Roundtable, which spent more than $8.2 million lobbying on a range of health care and financial issues last year, had come out strongly against the idea of letting employees pick their own insurance plans. This is a textbook case of the special interest prevailing, Exhibit A, Wyden said of the demise of his health care voucher plan.